Warning. The advice and or statements on the show are for entertainment purposes only. The content or answers on the show should not be taken seriously, and any claims of sincerity are bogus, false, and not intended. Any reference to recommendations or expert opinions are shtick and should be taken as such. Big Chuck believes that he is an expert on the belly-to-back suplex, but his license expired in 2016 and he should no longer be practicing. Welcome back to another episode of Professionally Asked, Casually Answered on the Professional Casual Network, a show where we take topics and questions from both our loyal and our fly-by-night followers and Patreon backers. We're coming to you today from under the M&Ms that are inside Johnny Depp's foreskin. I'm your host, Tim Nutrageous France, and with us tonight is the host of The Space Between and, you know, a fucking Twizzler, Danny Cole. What's up? Also with us is the author of Lanny, Girl Without Fear, and host of the incredibly popular Grim podcast of Perilous Adventure, my almond joy, Dan Cole. Oh, thanks. Last, uh, this is very special, we have the host of the Elite Eight Showdown, Big Chuck himself, who I refer to as my take five, because not only does he have a little bit of nuts, a little bit of burnt sugar, but a pretzel too. He's a really salty fella. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely correct on that one. Tonight on the docket, we have a question uh, from our very loyal first Patreon backer, Emily. Emily. Uh, Michelle has not responded to any emails or outreach that I've sent. Um, so, you know, Michelle, Was thank it me? You. Was it something I said? Yeah. So we know that oh, Danny certainly. offended you in some way. <laughs> but give us a chance. To talk to Dan. Talk to me. Talk to Big Chuck. Um, I will talk to any and all. People? Yeah, talk Especially to Alex P. Nelson, even. Maybe a hot individual single. This is a, by the way, this Side is a real videos. Patreon follower. <laughs> this is a real person. <laughs> I think that should be declared. Um, but hit up Big Chuck. I stand by my statement. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe you would enjoy his Elite Eight showdown. You never know. As well as two advice inquiries, uh, one from Instagram, and uh, we had another one that texted me from a blocked number. Oh, uh, which is oh, exciting. Wow. That so, could be the feds. That, oh, it yeah. Might be the feds. Hi, Agent Smith. That's true. <laughs> um, first up for tonight, Emily asks, if you could ship any two characters from any two franchises, but those franchises have to be The Office and Parks and Recreation, who would you match up together? Mm, that's such a good question. Ron Swanson and Dwight Schrute collectively together. Ooh, I mean, so why? Like, well, okay, so like, <laughs> a, I, I think we can all uh, agree that it, it's 2020. Let's pretend like right. same-sex marriages and things like that are mm -hmm. happening. Yeah. Uh, but also, oftentimes opposites attract. But in this case, I think uh, the same effing character is like the like would work perfectly. They're just different enough, right? Like Shrew right. is a little more outgoing. He's a little more uh, vigilant, if you will, and things like that. While Ron is a little more laid back, a little more relaxed, but more importantly, they both live in like the middle of nowhere, mm -hmm. right? They both have the same interests in woodworking in distrust of the government, distrust of the government, yep. right? Trying D to destroy isn't, it. Isn't Dwight huge into, I thought he super followed the law. I thought maybe they would be kind of the same different sides of the same coin where they both have strong feelings towards government and regulations, but just slightly different. I think Dwight believes in the enforcement and understanding of the law, but yeah. I don't think he necessarily agrees with often a lot of the policies Okay, because he himself, maybe not so much with the law, but mainly in the episode, in a lot of episodes, he's trying to destroy the patriarch that is 
uh, Dunder Mifflin Corporation. <laughs> right, that's very true. Yeah. Yeah. So I I could see that. I man, that would be a show that I would probably watch maybe two and a half episodes of. Yeah, like solid. I'd give her a two and a half episode watch for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Very similarly, my first thought. Michael Scott and Andy Dwyer for the same exact reason. They're essentially the same character. Right. (laughs) But I want to be my own person. So Tom Haverford and Kelly. Yes. Played by Mindy Kaling. Right. Oh my gosh. All they would talk about is themselves, but they would have someone. And Kanye. They would talk a lot about Kanye. So I don't know. No, I think that fits. Yeah. I think that one probably would be. Do you think it'd be a drama filled relationship though? Would they be constantly. So much drama. Like even oh my more God. than. Yes. Who's the other guy? BJ Novak's character on The Office? Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. yeah. Even more so than Ryan and Mindy? Yeah, because he's so apathetic, whereas Tom would like feed oh, into right. it, you know, yeah. constantly. Yeah. And then like she would get jealous of him spending time with Jean Raphael and right. like. Why do you want him to hang with Jean Raphael? That's. Yeah. Uh, that is true. But also. I think one of the biggest differences between Ryan and Tom was Ryan is extremely self-destructive and toxic. Mm. And I think Tom, for the most part, actually has good intentions. He just doesn't. He was very naive, especially in the beginning parts Mm. of the series. And you see that as it progresses. Right. You see this development of this character where he kind of becomes like, no, I I actually want to be successful and I want to do these things despite I'm failing at them repeatedly over and over and over again. So I think that I think Kelly needs somebody like that. Yeah. We see that in like season nine when Mm -hmm. she falls in or the last season when she falls in love with the doctor and then falls, of course, to the temptations of Ryan. Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Uncomfortable and weird, but I I can see that. I think if we're going to go opposite, Mm -hmm. I would really enjoy a Stanley and Rob Lowe's character, Chris, Chris, I think, but you lock them in a room and it's like saw, like yeah. that's the entire relationship is <laughs> like a saw locked in a room. They have to figure out how to get out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And like halfway through Stanley finds his crossword puzzles. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it just taps out. <laughs> and then you, and then like at some point you reveal a clock yeah, and he sees that there's only like ten minutes before he gets to leave. <laughs> he just gives up and leaves. <laughs> um, yes, I'm incredibly scared of Dan taking my idea because I, I feel like he's probably onto the same page I am. I'm thinking Kevin from Accounting in the Office mm. and Ann Perkins. Oh, that would be so I cute. Know. I mean, it'd be nice to see. I just don't see Ann. Oh, and by Ann Perkins, I meant Jerry. Wow, that's completely different. Yeah. <laughs> Jared, do you mean Larry? Uh, Gary, yeah. Oh, Gary, okay, Gary. Gary. So many ways to pronounce Terry. his Actually, name. Actually, I believe it's God. Terry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they would go great together, number one. Kevin has a lot of ambition, but no follow through. Mm. Uh, Gary has no ambition, but everything always comes up in his favor outside of his immediate work environment. Right. <laughs> Such a great character. I feel that. I love it. Kevin's special chili would make it oh. to the break room if <laughs> Gary... Uh, was helping. Yeah, for sure. And I think that Kevin's overall uh, life would be in a significantly better place. How many schmooples do you think there would be? Schmooples? What is a schmoople? No, no schmoople. That's a, that might be Rick and Morty. A clevin. What's a clevin? A clevin is the um, imaginary number that Kevin makes in accounting when he can't figure something out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, there'd be there'd be a bunch oh of those. Yeah. That's great. That's wonderful. What about you, Dan? Well, since everybody's talking about the office, I couldn't think of any other characters. So I'm gonna go with Aaron. Okay. Mm. Are we talking early Aaron or are we talking like later? Because oh, I forgot about Gabe. I don't. I don't remember enough of her character change. She let's go early. Okay. Aaron. She's like kind of weird and naive. And then like towards the end of the series, she becomes kind of Pam Jr. Ish. I yeah. or Pam Light, I always assumed. I okay. Always yeah, let's go with early. And then for Parks and Rec, I wanted to go. Hopefully I was hoping no one else would think of this character because I feel like they're very mistreated on the show in the fact that they're gone after not too long. But how about Mark Brandanowitz? Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. I, I believe was in the first two seasons and then was written off because people didn't he wasn't funny enough. So well, I, yeah, he I was, want to ship him with Aaron to because be fair, Aaron those, will break him out of his shell. Those first two seasons weren't yeah. very funny. That's no. true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the first season's a little rough, but I, I like the idea of shipping him with Aaron as somebody who's super bubbly and super energetic and might give him some personality. Yeah. I mean, that would be the hope. That was such an odd character in that right. show. Yeah. Well, I, I understand why they had him at first as somebody who's supposed to be trying yeah. to ground everybody. And he was like the most normal person. And also it just didn't work. to show like the peak of Leslie's like crazy. Yeah. Where she's like, well, we slept together. It's like he doesn't care that you guys slept together. Like <laughs> right. move on, move past. It was like years ago. But that's her, you know, and then she the debacle with the reporter and whatever. I always um, feel bad for that actor, though, because like he left he was basically kicked off the show like just before it really hit it yeah those first two seasons were trash they were difficult to get through Mm -hmm. because it replaced 30 rock on that lineup when it first aired so So it was like oh well there's still community at least and Mm -hmm. i'll check out this new show and it's like i don't care this is bad and leslie's annoying i'm gonna make a lot of enemies with this leslie's the worst character in (gasps) parks and rec which is why the first two seasons sucked because it was all Leslie. Right. I mean, that's true. Ron so Swanson wasn't like really her. a character yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He um, was there, but not much. Yeah. Yeah. So. That, I think that was one of the only few shows where we saw the evolution of characters being kind of normal to becoming caricatures of themselves. Like we see that in the office really bad. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I think Parks and Rec is one of the only shows that actually benefited from that. Yeah, right. Like over time, like right, that became its thing. Yeah, it became its thing as everybody's kind of weird and over the top and works in the smallest department in government. Well, (laughs) like I get it because like it replaced Thirty Rock, which was Tina Fey's thing, right? And Amy and Tina Fey are are super close. But the thing that made Thirty Rock work was that Tina Fey's character just got shit on literally all the time, right? (laughs) And it was pretty much her job to amp everybody else up, which made them. Uh, bigger, stronger, faster, harder, whatever. Um, fucking Leslie, it was all about her instead of her being the, I don't know. I just didn't like her. I still don't like her. Amy Poehler's just bad. Pretty bold. Yeah. I'm kind of already, I'm like, kind of already regretting saying it. But. I'm like, I, I would say I'm 49% of the way with you on that. Okay. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. Not full ownership. I can still vote you down, but yeah. Right, exactly. You're, you're yeah. pretty much like, a half owner. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm here to support. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. All right. I can definitely see being overwhelmed by Leslie Nope as a viewer because she's just so intense and so type there, A. There's overwhelmed. And then I just felt like Mark for the first two seasons. I just <laughs> didn't care. And she was t- talking about how stuff was important. I was just like, ah. And nah. I think, too, like with The Office, where a lot of my students complain about The Office because they say it's too cringy to watch. Yeah. I'm like, but that's that's the point. That's what makes it the show that it is. But they they disperse that cringiness over the entire cast. Whereas with Parks and Rec, it's just Leslie. Right. Like Leslie is the cringy character. Yep. 
So it's, it's really, it makes that very difficult to relate to or, or care about. Like you're just, you're literally making these problems for yourself. You're digging this hole. Well, and I guess I never really thought of her as cringy before. I I see Michael Scott and you think cringy, Mm -hmm. especially when you go into his childhood of being alone and just wanting friends or him being interviewed by that puppet. Like, Oh my God. Super, super cringy, cringy stuff. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. But Anyway, on to our first question. <laughs> I could I could see a situation with Michael Scott and uh, the annoying what, goth girl that I can't think of her name. Aubrey. A- April. 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 Yeah. Did you yeah. say annoying? No, no, no. I could see it. A- I don't know if you knew this or not, but if I could only have three people in a zombie apocalypse, she's uh, right up there with Olivia Munn as did far as I, people I, I would annoying? chose. Yeah. Oh, I, I 49% take that back. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, just I could I could see a just never talk shit about Aubrey Plaza ever on this <laughs> ever, or ever, anything on yeah. this network ever. Okay. Well, it's, it's nice meeting you guys. I guess <laughs> more everybody gets one. <laughs> but you were saying something probably. Oh, um, not I, about how Aubrey Plaza is annoying. No, she's a delight. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, actually, I do enjoy interviews with her on Conan. Uh, yeah, oh, Conan yeah. and stuff because she's so uncomfortable. She yeah. does not like doing them at all. Uh, I could see a situation with April and Michael being like a thing. Really? Sure. Why not? I, I would. Mean, it's all fucking made up anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fair. All right. I could see April and Gabe. No, that's that's two on the nose. Is it? Yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah. They would actually mm. work out as a couple. Yeah, that's fair. So if you had to take Jim though, who are you going to put him with? And Perkins. Donna. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like I kind of like how Jim could handle Donna. She's like if Stanley's like the like law uh, neutral evil version, then she's like kind of that like weird lawful neutralish yeah. like level character. Yeah. That complements really well with Jim who I would say is probably neutral, lawful neutral, probably that kind of middle top rank. Jim Helper is lawful neutral. I was gonna say lawful evil. <laughs> I would say chaotic neutral or chaotic good. I mean, this is a completely different conversation. Yeah, though. yeah. Would is... he be chaotic good though? Yeah, I think so. He wouldn't be like one more over. I What's think the one over? Neutral good. Neutral yeah. good is just like I'll help people because I'm a nice person. Oh, no, chaotic right. good is like I'm a cowboy. I take out my justice in whatever way I want by yeah, okay. fucking with Dwight. He's like <laughs> right. So I guess he's like he's the clowniest cowboy. Yeah, he's like he's like rodeo. He's a rodeo cowboy. Yeah, he's like howdy doody variety hour cowboy. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. So on to our first question. Oh yeah, we have questions. This uh this uh this question comes from Instagram user Turbo Pot. Just for full clarification, like going through their Instagram, it looks like that they paint flower pots and sell them for succulents. Those are hot right now. That's yeah, gross. succulents so are super hot right now. Oh, so I just learned like a week and a half ago that succulents was a flower, like a plant. Yeah. I didn't know that. So I, every time I was like, oh, it's so succulents. And I was like, oh, fucking gross, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're... Like, why are you giving your mom something moist for yeah, Mother's well, Day? What are you talking about? Gross. What do you do with your mom, you freak? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so succulent. So awkward. But TurboPot asks... My boyfriend and I are still in quarantine like everyone else. He talks to his friends and his co-workers all day on speakerphone. It is super fucking annoying. He won't shut it off and he doesn't understand that other people are trying to either relax or watch things or do things or, you know, finish their own work. How can I explain to him that he's being a righteous asshole without calling him a righteous asshole? I have so many answers to this. (laughs) I was like, ding, ding, ding. Well, go for it. 
All right. Start with one. Yeah. I mean, my go-to is you contact Telemed. You right. drug his ass. <laughs> but realistically, like, that's not always going to work. Fake orgasms in the background. Mm. Constantly talking to your mom. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, you know. Have you ever considered doing that and then just dropping an octave? Like, <laughs> just, just like donkey, yeah, just like donkey gasms, just over and over. Oh god, oh god, oh god. <laughs> donkey gasms. That would probably be more effective than a regular faked orgasm. Yeah. Or hell, girl, like don't even fake it. Just go to town. Get a plunger. Put it on your shower wall. <laughs> I knew you were gonna bring the plunger. Violet. I mean, that's that's a great way to go. I feel in a similar method, you you would just power struggle with them. You also talk to someone on speakerphone, super annoying, and just get into really in-depth things about, you know, your body and how it's gross. Right. Should it be that color? Should the discharge be that color? Right. <laughs> I'm all so about... So I just had explosive diarrhea for 27 and a half minutes. Uh, the <laughs> discharge went from like a kind of pinkish brown into a more of like just a green and then flooded back into red, which I... Never it had. sounds like rocks. <laughs> like it's all liquid, but when it hits the porcelain, it sounds like someone's dropping a bunch of marbles in there. And I don't understand what I've done wrong. What? And then I just keep finding his goddamn pubic hairs on the floor. <sighs> <laughs> I just, only actually, yeah. If you just start dropping in little things about him that really annoy you, uh-huh. yeah, oh, yeah, I, yeah. So very specifically, <laughs> I think that's the way to go. Yeah, I'm um, all about the passive aggressive approach with this. Yeah, yep. I was gonna go sabotage, do something to his phone. So oh, like play the, the Beastie Boy sabotage. Really <laughs> about that too. It's a great song. Anyway, I would say do something to the microphone on the phone so it doesn't pick it up as well. I, I don't know why, but I was thinking like just cover it with super glue so it's not super obvious mm. and then nobody will be able to hear him and then you just get the laugh as he's yelling at the phone and be like oh very specifically Which i think that's probably worse. the quickest solution because super people glue. are just going to frustrate get frustrated because if he's talking to people all fucking day and he's just fucking wandering around just shooting the shit they're going to get frustrated and they're just going to hang up they're not going to want to talk to him anymore. right they so can't hear him because right yeah so i think super glue. so what i would do is go and get a Bluetooth mic, just the mic, no no ear function. Yeah. So the audio will still be playing through the phone, but Bluetooth, hook that up, go into the bathroom, and I mean, just, I mean, you gotta plan it ahead of time, but just the most righteous farts directly into that mic oh, as much as Taco you can. Taco Bell first. Yeah, yeah, just endless, just... Load up on those spicy nugs from Burger King. Spicy nugs are number one really good. And if you buy them in eight packs, they're a lot cheaper. They are. Than 10 packs? Than 10 packs, which are $2 (laughs) if you order from DoorDash or $1 for eight. It's stupid. It makes me really mad. It's so good. (laughs) I think you only get one sauce for eight, you get two sauces for 10. Did you factor that into your equation? I mean, that's they charge 50 cents a sauce, right? I believe so. Do so you that, use sauce? Do I use yeah. sauce on the spicy nuggets? Not what as kind much. Of uncultured swine are you, Dan? Of course, you use sauce. No, I use sauce. I just imagine Tim doesn't because he doesn't like things like that. It comes often. with barbecue sauce. I'll, I'll throw Have you ever tried a sweet and sour with uh, spicy? No. Oh, sweet, sour, and spicy? Tell you what, flavor it's like, explosion. It's like three things. That's a lot. For me, I can't handle Leslie. Nope, <laughs> that's I a lot of things in your mouth. <laughs> Three that's different right. adjectives describing a sauce. How bummed out are you that the buffalo is creamy? I'm not a huge fan of buffalo sauce. I like spicier sauces, but I don't need half of that sauce to be fucking butter. <laughs> you live Yo. in New York and you don't like buffalo? 
Well, yeah, that's Western New York. That's very different New York than us. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, that's pretty fair. If you, ask, but... if you ask anybody below the Kingston line, like it's all the same up here. I, I mean, anything below the Kingston line is all the same also. Yeah, I know. That's kind of how it works. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> that was my that was my point. You could just kill him. <laughs> that is actually quarantine. Really no one's gonna know for a while. Yeah. Like he just left. I'm pretty know, sure man. it's illegal to like solicit murder like that though. I thought you were gonna say it's illegal to kill someone. Like, <laughs> so what if I find somebody irks him and I remove his spine? It's only illegal there's, if you get caught. There's, <laughs> there's this guy. His name is Alan Glover. <laughs> he is three thousand dollars. Three thousand. That's all you need. Just don't be super no, weirded out if you call him and he's in the bathtub. Right. He gonna be in here's, the tub. Here's the good news. He's gonna be wearing shorts while he's in the bathtub at least. <laughs> um, but you have to act fast because he's turning into a tree. <laughs> he is turning into a fucking tree, which is really fucking weird. Also, his Yelp rating isn't that great. <laughs> Put it out there. Check his Yelp real quick. <laughs> so yeah, Turbo Pop. There you go. Good luck with that. Tons of <clears throat> great advice. Yeah, I, any actually, one of those will work. I like the super glue one in the in the in the speakerphone port. I think that's really good. And a lot less embarrassing because if she's t- if the boyfriend is talking to his family and friends, then they're people that she knows. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Unless, the, uh, unless yeah, but also like, positive. It's fuck a them. How's that for an idea? I mean, that's like, true. right. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, there you go. Uh, do we know the equivalent amount of time that's being spent on on the phone? On the phone, she says all day. So all I assume day. is it that, on and off? So I, I've known people like this before that just fucking they can't not be sitting in silence with someone or talking with someone on the phone at all times. They just need it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna guess. Wouldn't know what that's like. probably starting at like. 10 o'clock in the morning and probably ending oh, close to bedtime. I don't know that turbo uh, turbo pot. If you want to let us know, that'd be awesome. By all means. I'd love to know. We also, probably won't cycle back to this, but what age is he that he's on the phone? Like people on are the phone age hate being on the phone, right. which Gross. is funny because when we were teenagers, like that was like, you waited till 8 PM for three minutes. So you could call all right. your friends. Yeah. And you were on the phone constantly. <laughs> now it's like, please don't, Call me. Yeah, just text. Ew. Could it be a situation where she doesn't realize that he's like on a Discord chat with like some squad dudes, and they're just like ripping it in Warzone and shit? Because like if he's That's ripping a- it in Warzone, she needs to back the fuck up. <laughs> I mean, when the squad calls. Yeah, when, when the, the squad, squad calls. calls. Yeah, Saturdays for the squad, so everybody knows that. <laughs> right. So you know, not to turn this back around on you, uh, Turbo Pot, but also, <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna turn this back around on you real quick. If he's got like a average three kills per if game, if he has a positive KDA, yeah, yeah, you need you to need, back down. You need to shut the fuck up for a minute yeah. and just let the boy talk. Right, but until then, fuck that guy. Fuck and if he has friend. a negative KDA, by all means, you need to embarrass him as much as possible because right. he's a little bitch boy. Right? He is a little bitch boy. Yep. He needs to he needs to stop camping and start moving some yeah. ass. Yep. Yeah. Danny, would you want to read off this uh, potential FBI investigator that texted me from a private number? Yeah. Question? So uh, FBI Special Agent Smith texted Tim with his black number and he says, my wife is convinced she has a gluten allergy. She's gone to a doctor and has been tested and the test came back negative, but she's still convinced she'll only buy gluten free foods, gluten free pasta that tastes like shit. Gluten free crackers also taste like shit. But I swear to you, she does not have a gluten allergy. Lately, she hasn't wanted to go to the grocery store because of her anxiety, so I've been doing the grocery shopping for our family. I have started buying 
gluten-filled products and replacing them in the gluten-free packaging that she bought to see what her allergy would be like. Turns out she's been completely fine. We've been doing this for three weeks with no adverse effects. Should I tell her or should I just keep this to myself? So, wow, this question hits really close to home for me. Um, so first off, first off, let me just say, uh, that was not an FBI agent. I know exactly who that was. That was my boss. <laughs> he has literally done this and constantly serves, allegedly, gluten-full things to gluten-free people at our job. Allegedly. Sometimes. Allegedly. <laughs> please, um, don't, please don't fire me. Good job. <laughs> My my wife believes that she is allergic to coconut and her inspiring story for why she knows she's allergic to coconut is one time she had too much Parrot Bay rum and got sick. <laughs> okay. So. And that's so sad because one of your favorite foods is, is coconut, coconut shrimp. Right. And, yeah. She, yeah, and she's also allergic to seafood. So I can't have coconut shrimp. I can't have her eat it off me. Like, it's just, what's the point of living? Question. I do actually have a serious question about that. Yeah. Where do you guys stand in the idea of hiring somebody, if it's for your sexual gratification, because she cares about your needs, hiring somebody just simply to eat, sh to eat shrimp off of? Wait, so you're eating shrimp off of her? Or vice versa? No, I, yeah, I want to have people eat coconut shrimp off of her. Right, okay. <laughs> Well, I mean, that that's our Memorial Day plan then. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down. So, like, where's, where's her, like, would she be comfortable? She doesn't even, have, she can be in the room. She doesn't have to be in the room. It's your, it's your thing. You only, maybe it's your birthday, right? Mm -hmm. This is what you want for your birthday. Right. I want, let's say, 26 and a half of the finest European men to eat shrimp off my or, you know, coconut like, shrimp very coconut, specifically coconut, with, are we talking no sauce. we're talking no sauce we're talking like a like a 1521 uh for those who are wondering that's a 15 to 21 shrimp per pound oh so a jumbo yeah okay and we're talking uh probably like actually regular? no i think i think with the surface area that i can provide <laughs> i think you need to go popcorn shrimp <laughs> Are they butterflied? They are not butterflied because that would increase its surface area. Hey, we are we applying? Are we applying dress? Are we applying sauce to your body or separate? No cups? sauce. <laughs> Very uh, clear okay. about that. But if I am if I am one of these twenty seven dudes, I need to have at least some type of dipping sauce. You can have barbecue mm -hmm. or um, pot sauce. No tartar. No cocktail. What I think about, they're both. What about gross. a nice mango like relish? Oh, like God, a that chutney. Would be so good. That's fine. No, not a chutney. What are you? What's the difference between a chutney and a relish? Well, okay, first chutney off, chutney is too chunky. Well, and chutney is cooked and relish is not. Oh, oh. A chutney is usually cooked and then they add in um, like clove, mace, most like Indian or Middle Eastern spices. Okay. Charlie, we need to do a cooking show. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, for like, real. I mean, to be fair, I'm probably making all this fucking up, but. <laughs> <laughs> There's usually uh, raisins in it too. Oh God! I uh, sometimes I'm hungry, but I hungry. <laughs> I really like raisins in raisin bran, and that is the only place I'll tolerate them. I do really like raisin bran, though. What about what about raisin bread? No cinnamon raisin bagel. No. Fuck. All right. What about? Yeah, because that's what I want. My <laughs> grainy thing that I'm going to spread butter on is to occasionally have to slow down and choose a gelatinous fucking shriveled up grape no that's gross 
What was our question again? So, <laughs> all right, all right, okay. So we have men, maybe women, who knows? You don't judge. We don't judge here. We're not going to judge. judge you. Just not based on gender. Right. You're not wearing a robe currently. You can judge. If we had 20, let's say 27 and a half individuals mm-hmm. rounded off, you know, average, yeah. 27 and a half, would your wife be comfortable that this is the thing that you need? For sexual gratification. I don't need it for sexual gratification. (laughs) I just said, but you just just said, well, okay, the reason why I say this is because you said, Mm -hmm. I can't have my wife eat, (laughs) I can't have my wife eat shrimp off my body. Right. Would she be comfortable with you hiring 26 and 27 and a half people? Yeah. I think she'd be fine with that. Okay. Fantastic. (laughs) So she says she's allergic to coconut, which is one of my favorite things in the world. Because she drank too much Parabay one time. Uh-huh. Sure. We did keto, the keto diet for like a year. Yep. And a big thing in that is mixing in, instead of using soy sauce or other stuff, using coconut aminos or MCT oil, which is derived from coconut, mm-hmm. and just throwing coconut and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is not a meal that I cooked mm-hmm. that was not loaded with MCT oil. She actually felt better. That could have been the diet. I don't think it was MCT's benefit. She had a ton of it and didn't get sick at all. She's not allergic to coconuts. You're not allergic to coconuts, Lindsay. <laughs> you just need to enjoy them with me. If you don't like the flavor, that's fine. But an almond joy comes with two little pieces, and I just want someone to share my mounds with. Gross. Don't we all want Do you someone? not like coconut? He doesn't. I can't stand, like, shredded sweetened coconut or coconut like that. But, like, yeah. if Danny cooks something with coconut oil or coconut milk, fine. That's, yeah. that's totally okay. Yeah. But, like, yeah, almond joys and mounds, like, Gross. What about coconut shrimp, though? That's fine. So good. They're not like battered with coconut flakes, right? Yeah, yeah that's oh, exactly well, what they are. But it's then deep fried. It's, yeah. it's a very I mean, different texture. Deep fried tank changes everything. That might, yeah. I think I've had and it. And it's before, usually not sweet. Okay. Well, yeah. you can also, if you want to sneak it in, like my mom used to sneak broccoli into my meals, uh, you can mince it up. So yeah. you're fine and mix it in and make more like a batter than an actual breading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that'd be okay. Yeah. Probably. A I lot mean, of it's still texture. there, Dan. It's still looking at you. <laughs> no, I hear that you're about to eat it, but. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, I say keep hiding it and uh, spring it on her, but she's not going to listen. She's not going to change. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, he's not mm-hmm. allergic to coconut. Right. Boom. <laughs> Thank you. Also. <laughs> Also, I would I would say after you've pretty much after a month, then serve her a meal with regular gluten in it and tell her that there's regular gluten in it and then see how she reacts. Yep. Yeah. And if she's like, oh, my God, my stomach hurts. Oh, I feel sick. Oh, I'm falling apart because then, you know, it was psychosomatic. Nope. Thank you. I didn't know the term. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then you can um, be like, listen, bitch. <laughs> I assume the only person in this room not married, you call each other bitch all the time. I assume. Yeah, oh, totally. Uh, yeah, yeah, totally. It yeah, sounds like a like, joke, but no, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> just be like, listen, bitch, fucking told you. You've been eating this for six and a half years now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're fine. Yeah, yeah, you're totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I'm actually going to go serious on this one. Don't drug her, don't give her an ambient cocktail. But I have a coworker who is, she does have celiacs and like, Within like 20 minutes of eating something with gluten in it, like she's vomiting, she gets flu-like symptoms, and she's like diagnosed by a doctor, like definitely has celiacs. There's definitely a difference between having celiacs and having like a gluten sensitivity and a gluten intolerance. Right. Like for me, I cut out gluten and then reintroduced it. It just makes me fart a lot. So for me, I just have to determine what's worth it. Like a sandwich from Wise Guys in town. 
That's yes. worth. Yeah. That's worth some toots. Not lunch today, though. Do you no. do you Let's find that <laughs> processed flour and I mean like all flour is processed, but versus like an unbleached, more organic like uh for instance like a undercover eggplant company uses unbleached organic flour versus like a Pullman loaf from the grocery store affects mm-hmm. you better or worse? I haven't noticed a difference, but I do know um, a paleo blogger that I follow. She went to France last summer and she was able to eat like gluten stuff there because they have like better quality stuff for like their croissants and whatever. Yeah. So I do feel like I that would have croissant. an effect. Mm. Croissant. I actually convinced my croissant. entire kitchen for six and a half months that it was pronounced croissants. <laughs> <laughs> Well done, sir. And for like all the all the students, a couple That's of the amazing. other supervisors, they were just like, "Yeah." I was like, "No, it's it's croissant." I went to college for this. It's it's fucking called a croissant. And then everybody started calling it. And then we had uh, another guy come in, <laughs> <laughs> and he we had we had croissants on the menu for whatever reason. And people are just coming on croissants, and he walks over and he goes, "The fuck's everyone calling it croissant for?" <laughs> I go, oh, like six and a half months ago, I convinced everybody that it was called croissants. And he's like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, I don't know. They just fucking fell for it. Just go with it. Just go yeah. with it. And he finally, like, apparently it was really, he doesn't like it when people mispronounce things. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. So he then corrected everybody and everyone just started looking oh, at me. No. And I was just like, I don't know, man. He's got it wrong. It's croissant. He obviously didn't. Ruined it for he wasn't you. trained in the French style of cooking. Yeah. He doesn't know. Yeah. Clearly. Actually, he, he literally was trained in the French style of cooking. <laughs> and said on, his, on his goddamn coat. <laughs> he had the fucking blue, the blue. Yeah. On, yeah. The actual. <laughs> I think you double so, down on it and you start pronouncing it like Carl from Jimmy Neutron and just go. Croissant. Croissant. But yeah, so I think FBI agent Smith shoved um, croissants down her throat. I think mm, we've established like that Lindsay is not allergic to coconut. That's mm-hmm. the most important thing we've discovered today. Yeah. It's true. I think so. And also, yeah, keep giving it to her. But when you reveal it, uh, she's not going to change. Just know that. Just know yep. if someone has done this to their significant other and has real life experience, they won't care. They'll just be like, nah. Yeah. And they'll yep. just, well, I had a stomach ache that day. I just didn't say it. Yeah. That's what she's going to say. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yep. you know, that's very true. There's this guy, Alan Glover, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's it. That wraps up. Actually, if I could real quick, I'd yeah. like to, I'd like to do a little mini segment called Big Chuck's unsolicited advice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies, this is this one's for you. So, gentlemen, if you could just leave the room real quick. Thank you. In the throes of passion, like we all are at some point in our lives, if you want to spice things up, make things fun and different, about halfway through, just start slobbering his nipples. Uh, just, just go to town on those. Just like it's a Gatorade sport top. Okay? And just go to town on it. I can tell you... <laughs> You broke Danny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lost it. I can uh, I can tell you from experience. It was an experience. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh that was <laughs> that was Big Chuck's unsolicited advice. Not to get too in depth about my nipples, but I have no nipple sensation whatsoever, and I just assumed that that was standard for for men. Um, See, I have overly active nipples. <laughs> really, <laughs> like Drax. 
Yeah, runner. yeah. I have very sensitive. In fact, like if I go for a run and I'm like slightly moist in yeah. my shirt, um, and they start rubbing mine, <laughs> like shoot really? out, yeah, straight up out, and then it's just like cool. Now I've got slightly chafed, slightly erotic nipples, and I don't know what to do about it. I have I have literally zero feeling in them. Um, so that would just weird me out. Have you ever had like a numb spot on your knee and like someone touches it and it just feels cold or whatever? Yep. Like, yep. that's what it would feel like if <laughs> your fucking, nipples, yeah. So it would really weird me out. It would take me right out of it. Well, weirdly enough, when I was I had a I was in a car accident back in 2012 and I had to have surgery and I lost a bunch of sensation over here on yeah. where my clavicle, my left clavicle is, almost right to the point of my nipple. So like if she was like hitting me up here, right? Yeah. Don't feel that. The second you hit the just past my areola, it is fucking go time on that thing. Like it is hang on also. So it's really weird that like combination, like I have no feeling, and then then up. Like, shoot straight up. So that was uh, Big Chuck's unsolicited advice for the week. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, no problem. I mean, I learned something. I just thought all dudes had dead nipples. It's not the case. No. I think, like most men, we're all a little different. That's nipples. Every nipple is different. Every nipple is different. I'm now scared that someone is going to slobber on my nipples at some point. (laughs) I mean, I, I live in constant fear of that. Yeah, I hadn't, and now I do. I mean, I, I would be terrified. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when Lindsay listens to this, and she's going to be like, man, I got to slap her up. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Lindsay, How cut it- that out so my wife doesn't hear it. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get real bummed out, because you're going to be mid-coitus, and you're going to realize that she was listening to me. Not just specifically that one instance, but that yeah. your wife is now listening to me, and you're mid-coitus, therefore you're thinking of me while banging your wife. Oh, I mean, shit. that doesn't well, change anything. <laughs> <laughs> Business that's, as usual. That's all I wanted to hear. Thank you. <laughs> but, well, thank you. And uh, remember, guys, to submit your questions to professionalcasual.com, the Twitter, Top Tier Casual, the Instagram, The Professional Casual, or, you know, wherever good professional casuals are sold. Um, oh. Yeah. Remember to shop local only by American. Okay. Yeah. Stimulate your local economy. As a special thanks to all of our patrons, we are giving away one item from the Professional Casual Network store at teespring.com slash stores slash professional casual. All you have to do to enter is be a patron. That can be as little as a dollar a month. And every month we will give away an item of your choice from the store. Follow us at patreon.com slash professional casual. Thanks so much for listening. Why don't you go and check out all the other great shows that the Professional Casual Network has to offer, including season one of The Space Between Presents I Saw a Tiger, which follows the Netflix smash series Tiger King and details the acid-washed antics of Joe Exotic, Carol Baskin, Jeff Lowe, as well as others. This season, we're taking a deep, dark dive into the four-part Netflix docuseries Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich. Big Fiction Energy is our audio drama pod in which Tim, Danny, and myself tell the story of Lainey, the girl without fear, a fantasy novel by Dan. A grim podcast of perilous adventure is the Professional Casual Network's Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay Actual Play podcast. We're playing through the enemy within, which is widely considered one of the best campaigns of any RPG. Join Dan as the GM as Danny, Tim, Alexander P. Nelson, and JB try to survive the perils of the old world. And if you needed more deep dives, also check out The Space Between, which is a discussion and review of the best games, comics, and nerd movies of today and yesteryear. We also have Elite Eight Showdown with high-octane host Big Chuck and his research team. 
Join him while he financially ruins his partner, Tim, and completes an eight-team tournament bracket that could be about anything and everything. Lastly, we have Professionally Asked, Casually Answered, a totally real, totally fake advice show where we take questions and topics from you, our listeners, and do our best not to completely ruin your lives. Danny, where could people follow us or ask us questions for Professionally Asked, Casually Answered? I'm so glad you asked that, Tim. You can go ahead and email us questions. Our email address is theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com. You can also follow us and message us on Instagram at theprofessionalcasual. On Facebook, we're facebook.com slash professionalcasual. Twitter, we're at top tier casual. Our website is theprofessionalcasual.com. On Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com slash professionalcasual. And you can also check out Lindsay's Instagram at lindsayfphotography, where you can check out all of her great photos of abandoned places and events. What are some other things that people could find on our Patreon, Danny? They can find Sarah's doodles. They can find different vlogs. They can find lots of polls. I know Big Chuck's got a ton of stuff up there. It's all just a wild time. Extra bonus content, all of those things. 